All right. Where the hell is my music? All right. Damn, see, this is what happens when we start late. We lose our fucking music and shit, see? That's what happens. EK over here taking away our goddamn music and shit. Perhaps you should have been on time. White privilege and whatnot. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, ladies and gentlemen of the plank, as promised, we got a special show for you all tonight. Uh, thank you, for, as always, for joining us. You know who I am. I am the one, the only, the instant classic VA's villain, the greatest man that ever lived. I am Sean motherfucking Bennett. And over here to my right... It's Riz. What up, bitch? And one, the person that doesn't like to be called bitch, hi, how are you? How's your folks, family and them, since I'm not allowed to ask about your mama and them anymore either? And uh, floating the, the, the great floating head in between us... <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, zooming in from the great state of New York, we have. I am the diligent, vigilant, meticulous, sagacious, conscientious, analytical, methodical individual, the chiseled Adonis. How are you guys doing? Now I let I let you do I let you do that intro, son, because it it it's no can't nobody do it like you. So <laughs> well, thank can't you. Can't nobody thank do you. it like you. We've I've tried, you know. <laughs> I have tried, and I have failed. Um, so, this is the Chiseled Adonis. If you are unfamiliar with this individual, you need to get familiar, and you need to get familiar fast. One of the funniest individuals on the internet, um, on these interwebs, period. Uh, you can find him on everything. I'm gonna let you tell. I'm gonna let him tell you about that here in just a second. Um, this is, like I said, the Chiseled Adonis. Um, look his stuff up if you have not already. Follow links on the Plank page. Um, I post some of his stuff fairly often, so go ahead and check it out. I posted a couple of things this week. Um, find this man, enjoy this man, laugh at this man, because I promise you that you will. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm a failed college athlete. My dreams of going pro never really worked out in my favor. But um, uh, I, I pretty much, you know, humble beginnings, Brooklyn, New York, um, two-parent household coming up. And then I always was funny. I was always funny. That was one thing that I knew I always had. Uh, even when I played football, I was the entertaining guy who wouldn't really talk trash the traditional way. It was very unconventional in that uh, in that manner. I'd give you compliments, but something you've never heard before. Be like, wow, I've never seen fingernails that immaculate in the midst of the play. Like, how, how do I... <laughs> How do I respond to something like that? I, I got you. Now I done tackled your teammate. Look at you, stupid. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've always been an entertaining guy. Um, and I broke into comedy. I, I got my start back in uh, 2016. Um, and I've never slowed down since. Started out um, doing stand-up and content creation online. And it's been a hell of a ride. All right. So we've got, uh, we've got some comments already. Uh, Terrence in there. Chiseled Adonis. Adonis is awesome with the three exclamation points. Yes, baby, my hair does look sexy. I know. Uh, so we're out here. So we were actually supposed to do a show together back before COVID hit. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, I uh, people who know me know I'm not a very, when it comes to people at least, uh, I'm not a very excitable person. But uh, if, if you remember, if you remember how, if, if people remember how excited I was back in that time, even just this week having this man on the show, when I say, uh, when I say I'm a fan, I mean I'm a fan. Uh, they asked me to, uh, when we were putting this show together before, uh, COVID, you know, they asked me if I could find, you know, any good feature acts. Um, and, you know, I reached out to you and, uh, you know, some, some little nobody from some, some nobody, nobody state named Virginia. 
And the Chisel Adonis was like, you know, oh, shoot, dude, I'd love to, you know, I'd love to come out and work or whatever. We had a little mini tour set up. COVID came and ruined my life, but it is what it is. Uh, I remember uh, when I was talking to the lady from the first venue, and she was like, uh, she's like, well, you know, you have a little name in the area or whatever, so we want you to headline. And I was like, I can't, I can't headline over the Chisel Adonis. Like, I can't. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I can't, I can't headline over the Chisel Adonis, man. Are you crazy? Like, it's. <laughs> Hey, you you, you, you would have been able to pull it off. You'd have been definitely pulled it off. Uh, so I feel like I, I feel like having me headline uh, was would have been short sighted. Uh, in my little area or whatever, you know, where I'm from, like you know, great, sure, that pulls it out. We go anywhere outside outside of where I'm known at, and people are gonna be like, Chisel Dallas is the feature. What? Who, who is this? <laughs> who is this ass hat going on about behind the chip? What? <laughs> And <laughs> hey, there's gonna be somebody like, oh, I hated him anyway. <laughs> you never know. But tell the people where they can find your content, find your uh, find your information and whatnot. Well, you can find me pretty much anywhere that Wi-Fi operates. I am there. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Pornhub, everywhere you can upload a video. I am there. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, we got a guy in there, uh, in, in the chat talking about, he's been waiting for, for you to be on this show for years. So he's, uh, you made a, you made a little, a, a, lot, a lot of people happy popping up on here. Um, we're going to go ahead and get this started. I'm going to go ahead and get the outline pulled up. Cause you know, I'm always slacking on my pimping. All right. <laughs> so we're going to start with sex in the news. The first thing we want to talk about, um, and obviously we're going to want your opinion on all of these topics. Um, if for anybody not familiar with the show, um, this is a this is a this is a show. We cover sex, relationships, current events, things like that. Uh, so we go over a little bit of, a little bit of everything. Actually, before we get started, before we get started on sex and, and you know and sex in the news, uh, obviously you know we're in the middle of wartime, so I want to give a shout out to all the people struggling over there. I wish for everybody's safety, um, and I hope for a peaceful resolution soon. Uh, all right, now let's get this going. Let's get this popping. All right, so I don't know if anybody remembers, but a few days ago, uh, a young lady, we'll start, we'll start with Chris Brown posts rape accusers messages, says she's lying, threatens to sue. I don't know if anybody, if, uh, if you covered this or if anybody might be familiar with what happened a few days ago, uh, this young lady accused Chris Brown of drugging her uh, at a yacht party and um, raping her, having sex with her against her consent while she was sleeping. Um, Chris Brown's original response to this was simply, you know, out, to be fair, I'm Chris Brown. I don't need to drug or rape a damn thing. Uh, which, okay. you know, as egotistical as it sounds, seems fair. I mean, yeah. seems, I mean, it seems fair. Like, <laughs> I'm really glad you finished the rest of that sentence because I was like, you just think you could get away with that kind of shit? But no, okay. no, it's very the much. The rest of the sentence makes sense. Right. It's very, it's very much like, uh, you know, I, I am, I am a, uh, a, a failed, a fa failed failed athlete myself and a mm -hmm. you know a local freaking comedian uh and i have a podcast and i don't have to rape a damn thing um i i can go out and get some buns after the show if need be uh and i don't have it anywhere near on the level of chris brown <laughs> uh so that was his initial response uh he responded today by actually uh uploading the messages the text messages from the young lady 
Um, and if you have not read these messages, please go read these messages. Shorty is extra thirsty in these messages. For oh, somebody yeah. that claimed that she had been raped, she is definitely like, come on, just let me get another crack at it. That's the best D I ever had in my life. I'm just trying to get it again, like this, that, the third. Then she starts getting, you know, uh, as he keeps blowing her off, you know, she starts getting a little more hostile, and then boom, comes the rape accusation. Um, mm -hmm. Now, have either of you been following this? No, I only read the, I only read the, 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 the fucking link that you sent today. Hey, Sandra, how you doing, girl? I was, I was, I was not, not really following it a hundred percent. But then um, I, I've I've kept up with at least the, the the recent events. So once they release, once the the text messages came out, the voice chat, and then also nudes being involved as well. Thank God I haven't seen the nudes. Last time I'm going to be led astray from another man's nudes being posted <laughs> on social media. But um, with all the information coming out, I had a feeling like something like this was going to happen. Especially when Chris Brown said, "I'm Chris Brown." The moment that he said that, I saw. I feel like this brother got all the. You know, right. evidence just waiting for the right time to drop that bomb. Because with, with that out of context sounds arrogant as hell. <laughs> Once he's that, I'm like, all right. Knowing his background and all this other stuff, he can't just, like, he's got away with a number of things. But now this one in particular, they're going to crucify it. So the oh, fact they that they already had been. Yeah, and they have been. And they have been. <laughs> I would hope that they kept the same energy to apologize. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely, but, but the problem is people haven't been keeping that same energy. Uh, that's something that uh, I was talking about online today, and I saw some comments on that. Where are all the women that were calling for the head of Chris Brown? Um, that energy has not been redirected to this woman who now Wait, that... Wait, I thought we just started. Hold on. I haven't had a minute to say nothing. <laughs> this is why bitches don't fucking report. This is why nobody reports. Why not enough people report? Because of shit like this, you're mad that he left you alone. You're mad that he ignored you. He's Chris Brown. Of course he's going to ignore you. Like, the fuck? This is why people don't report. This is why people are afraid to report their assaults. This is why people are afraid to report their, their rapes, the misconduct. It's shit like this, because this is going to get all, I mean, obviously, we've already given it a platform of its own. It's already out. He's put it on his socials as well. This, this is the is thing shame, that gets really. the highlight. Not the, not enough of the, the regular people's stories are told. But this motherfucker, and by that I do mean the, the woman that is accusing Chris Brown of raping her and drugging her on a yacht, that motherfucker is is getting all of the stories, is getting all of the publicity for stupidity. Son, her lawyer publicly for getting played. Her. Yeah, like yeah, publicly dropped her. Her lawyer publicly, publicly dropped, dropped her. Publicly dropped her. Like yeah, like her lawyer was like, um, upon these revelations coming out, and you know the this information that we was withheld, we were essentially lied to. Right. Because when they sit you down yeah. for any kind of rape, assault, any kind of allegations. The first thing they ask is, you know, do we have the whole story? Is right. this, why, you know, after they anything? ask you your, your general questions, are we missing anything? Is there anything, you know, that, that we need to know? Is um, there something that could come back and make it seem as if this wasn't rape? Mm-hmm. They ask all of those questions and still yet she felt confident, you know, creating and cultivating well. a lie. 
Yo, he dropped just to do what? Extort millions of dollars? And what's hilarious about, and unfortunately hilarious about this entire situation is, you look in the messages, it's all her it, being thirsty. Like, he didn't lead her on. She he didn't like six anything. or seven messages, and he was like, don't forget to take that plan B. And then a two and a half minute voicemail, or my, voice message, excuse my me. My man said, don't forget to take that plan B. Yeah, that was... <laughs> hey, he got to. Like, it's crazy. She, she, I'm pretty sure she went as far as to try to find a mold of a dildo that resembled his penis. Like, she was in the messages talking about, hey, uh, you, this is the best I've ever had. I can't wait to get you again. Like, all of this. Why are you so... You don't think he has options? You don't think he's done this with other women? Why would he just stop his own to now settle down with you? He's never responded to you, and you went the lengths of going, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and accuse. Just doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's real mediocre snatch energy. Mm -hmm. Like you know, it's. I mean, it's, <laughs> look, look, I look. We got, mean, right, look, we got, we got okay. women out here talk about what little dick and big dick energy is. I'm just saying that's mediocre snatch energy. Like, oh, oh, got, oh, oh, so wow. that's yeah. that's whack ass pussy right, energy. That's, is that what you're saying? That's whack ass. That's whack ass. It, it's now, you can't. You can't look. You cannot. If I all of a sudden, if I all of a sudden one night, I'm out and I'm I'm out and about and fucking Halle Berry's like, yo, I'm trying to throw this pussy at you, and I smash Halle Berry. And I'm not gonna be surprised. No matter how well I lay it down, bro, I could put in the performance of a lifetime. If Halle Berry don't call me back the next day, eh, it's Halle Berry, you know. And it's, it is. <laughs> like, I, I got to live. I got to live the dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. I could. I couldn't see my. I couldn't see myself talking about some how he took advantage of me. I, I knew what this was. I knew what this now, was. You know, we had we had a fun night, and she went back to her family. Like, <laughs> that's, how, that's how it is. Out, I don't, right? I don't <laughs> know how people get caught up on it. They just think it's something more than what it actually was. I don't know what sort of illusion she fell under. I don't know. So, Maybe okay. she was stigmatized or something. But <laughs> apparently, apparently, you you saw the same text I saw. You know, it's oh, the yeah. best she best she ever had, and you know, I, I'm just trying to fuck you again, and you know, all all this extra stuff. It was just, man. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. I'm in no way even, really a Chris Brown fan. Team since, Breezy. Nah. <laughs> since the whole situation with Rihanna, I don't care what happened. I don't care what happened. He beat her ass, and there's no fucking excuse for that in my book. I, I agree. They got into okay. a fight, so. and she lost. I, look, I look. <laughs> right, look, so, look, so we've covered this on the show. I actually yeah. want your opinion on this, because we've talked about this on the show before, because I'm Team Breezy for sure. All the same. And Riss I, is not. I'm not. As well as, well as Courtney, who's not here. She's but behind also, the Wawa right now making I, my money. But she's normally here. Uh, Courtney is also anti-Chris Brown. Now, I hear their reasoning, because I do believe, like, I can't see myself under any circumstances... Uh, I've, I've, I've had to deal with my, I looked my cousin in the face one day and I'm like, how you get into a fight with your baby mama and had to beat her up. And he was like, bro, she was fucking my shit up. And you know, I had to defend myself or she was going to beat the shit out of me. Now I get that point of view. Couldn't be me though. Couldn't right. be me though. Like I, I ain't going to never legs. have to, I ain't going to never have to look at nobody and be like, I had to beat, I had, I had to beat her ass or she was going to beat my ass. 
Um, that just reeks of bitch assness to me. Now that being said, the Rihanna Chris Brown situation, you know, they got she was hitting on him and hitting on him right, and right. hitting on him, and they got into a straight up old fashioned fisticuffs and he whooped her I ass. Get that. Now he didn't have he didn't he, have he, to do all he that. He went too far. Fact. I will yep, say he I went agree. too far. He went too far. So if I put my hands on somebody, I expect to be hit back. So fully mm-hmm. understood. But I also, if if a man is gonna hit me back, he better hit me back and. That is the end of it. Like, then you he needs to walk away. I mean, my but man, again, he definitely went too far. Fight, but he went too far enough. He went too far with Rihanna. So no, he's not the dream in my book or in one of our listeners' book either. Like, but he doesn't deserve to go down for this. I'm just saying because she started the fight, even though he won, I still get to be Team Breezy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair because when I was, when I was listening to. When I listened to that video, Chris Brown had posed like a 12-minute explanation of what transpired. And then you line it up with the details of what actually happened. It started out as like just a verbal altercation. Then it got physical. The problem that exists here is we're all still human at the end of the day. People snap. Emotions get the best of you from time to time. Had it been a situation where Rihanna's like Bill Burr made the joke about it, where Rihanna just in the house and he's like, Welcome home, baby. Like, Yo, mother. And he just comes <laughs> in and starts ripping her like that. Then by all means, we all not team breezy at this point. Right. We all want to see And him she go admitted down. to hitting him first. Yeah, and she admitted she hit him first. Now, granted, it makes you wonder how often did something like this happen? Because if you're gonna hit somebody. You must have a level of comfort to get to where you feel like I can, especially if it's your partner, like y'all dating, because that now supersedes that love that you already have there. So you're going to say, all right, you're going to tell yourself, I'm going to hit somebody. So the fact that she hit him, it makes me wonder, how often did something like this happen? And was it like getting to a point where he reached the breaking point? Or was it just a matter of him trying to defend himself? I personally don't think this was their first fight. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think they was ever just in the house just rumbling sort of situation like that. I, 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 but, but I definitely think... I, de- I think this was the first time that he snapped like that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely believe, based on some of the things that she said and some of the things that he said, that she put her hands on him before and he oh, had yeah. hit her with the motherfucking bitch, you ain't gonna keep hitting me. Like, you know, yeah, one of them, the arms of the arms of flailing technique, as I like to call it. She put her hands on him. And he was like, no, bitch, you better stop. Like, motherfucker, this time it just went a little too far. She hit him and then they ended up squaring up. And, you know, she took that L. I don't agree with it. I feel like he went too far, but I also feel like you should you should not be rolling around putting your hands on a grown man. I, I look, I, I, I grew up mad conflicted because my dad was like, son, you ever put your hands on any woman for any reason, I'm going to beat your ass. You've been training to fight since she was four years old. You put your hands on a woman for any reason, I'm going to beat your ass. Now, my mama, my mama, on the other hand, was like, if a female put her hands on you, you don't fuck her up. Understand, you get fucked up when you come home. If a female Damn. talks to you in a manner that you would beat a man's ass for, understand, if you don't fuck her up, you're getting fucked up when you come home. And she took it to the extra step and was like, if a bitch looks at you in a manner that you would walk across the room and smack a nigga foe, you need to beat her ass or you get fucked up when you come home. And the whole time, my dad's like, Hit a bitch if you want to, and I'm going to be so ass. Like, oh, that's a level of confusion I couldn't live with. Right. <laughs> Your dad's like, don't be the ass. You got to play the game. Who do I listen to? I love you both. So now you got to ostracize one parent in order to, you know, somebody got to get their ass with. At this point, Somebody's whooping my ass. Like, <laughs> that's who you listen to. 
<laughs> like my parents, my my dad, he both my parents are devout Christians. Like it's ridiculous. If, if somebody slapped them in the face, they turn the other cheek and get asked to get slapped in the other face. Like it, it's it's ridiculous. Like they don't want nobody to put no hands on anybody. And for me, the one thing that I learned growing up was just you know that emotional control to where if something happens, there's always walking away is always the best option unless I'm in a situation in which I cannot walk away. Understanding how you know the law works, and I'm also fit the description color so i don't want to find myself in a situation <laughs> where you know i now attack an aggressor who is aggressive on me and then they, they usually catch the second person in the act so since that's the case i don't want to find myself in any situation to where now i'm in cuffs so i try to just walk away completely but if anybody raises a hand and they put your hands on you you are entitled to defend yourself Regardless of, and I, I truly believe, regardless of gender, regard or uh, 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 whatever it may be, because I think when we're when we're children, and you teach young men, you know, never to put your hands on a lady. That is true. That is warranted. But you don't tell those same girls never put your hand on a man. You almost enable that behavior because you say no matter what the circumstance, he cannot hit you. And if you give somebody an inch, they're gonna take a mile. So then you, she probably grew up in a situation where nobody ever. You know, checked her. She could do whatever the hell she wanted physically to a man and nobody would do nothing. And probably Chris Brown said, oh, you found the right one. And then here you are. You know, it's an unfortunate <laughs> situation, but uh, they've now, grown. Now here you are getting pieced up. We had a listener say right? she got caught again, Jutsu, uh, as oh, yeah. far as... <laughs> oh, yeah. For the, for, for, for the lady who was uh, digmatized by Chris Brown, uh, he had her caught, he had her caught again, Jutsu, for sure. Uh, I, I 110 believe that. So uh, just based off some of the messages she was talking about, but like you, I, I you know I appreciate the way your parents raised you and your ability to walk away. Um, I'm not nearly as bad as I was in my early 20s, but I'm still snuffing motherfucker. Like it is, it is, it is, it is what it is to this day. Uh, I, I'm not in, in my younger years. In my younger years, it was a real problem. It was a real problem. I told a story on the show one time uh, where we were all in the club, me and the homies, and we chilling. Uh, you know, we're in the VIP section. We got a whole flock of bitches up there with us. You know, uh, most of the most of the chicks in the club is up in the VIP with, with us, or over in the VIP. We weren't up nowhere. We was over in a section, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm over here like, yo, why is this man looking at us? Yo, why is this man looking at us? And my man's was like, probably because we got all the bitches over here. My man, he said, mm -hmm. my man, my man flat out said, my man Reginald Ingram to this day, love him to death. He looked me clean in my face and goes, bro, he's probably trying to figure out how he can get over here where all the bitches is at. And I'm like. And keep in mind, I'm like, I'm like 19 at this time. And I was like, nah, homie plotting, son. So I walked over there, I snuffed him. Like, just off rip. I didn't say nothing. I didn't ask him no questions. You just heard I, your head. I walked over. Uh, right, I walked yeah. over. I walked over and just drilled my man, dragged him out of the seat. And I was like, you plotting on me? Fuck you looking at, motherfucker. You got a gun on you or some shit? And he goes, my man looks at me. He goes, the fuck, man? He goes, y'all got all the bitches. And I'm trying to figure out who it is that I need to send the drinks to to get the fuck over there with y'all. And I look over my shoulder because, look, Reggie told me not to hit him. Reggie told me this is what was going on. But that was my man's. So when he saw me move, he moved in. He moved with me. So when he saw me move, he moved with me. I look over my shoulder and Reggie's standing there like this. He's like, I told you, dumbass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally, literally what you just said. Literally what you just said. It's verbatim what he said. Joe dumbass. He used to say that shit to me all the time. I was the baby in the group. So I, I was hanging, you know, all, all the guys I was rolling with 
was I think the next youngest cat was like 24. And I started rolling with these guys when I was like 17, 18 when I joined the military. And uh, uh, I was I was the baby of the group. So, so, you know, Reggie was, I think, 26, 26 or 28 at the time. And uh, he used to say that to me all the time. Chill, dumbass. Every time I got into some shit, chill, dumbass. I mean, every, every single time. Just, it like, fell. So... I'm not as bad as I used to be, but for for damn sure, like if you if Still you dumbass, yeah, I you say I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Look, look, I'm, I've gotten calmer now because if you talking shit over there, over there, I'm cool. I don't care. I'll be all, I'll be I'll be bitches, hoes, niggas, whatever you want to call me from over there. If you step within arm's reach of me, still talking that hardcore shit, I'm swinging. Like before before you have a chance, all that stuff you see people doing with the the pushing. And the, oh, you know, yeah. they get in each other's face and all that. I'm not, I'm not with all of that. Uh, yeah, I, I never understood that. It's like when you were those old toys when you would wind people up and they just start moving. I don't do none of that. If 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 we gonna do it, we gonna do it. Right. <laughs> for this back in like the NBA now, where everybody's just pushing and yelling in each other's face. You might as well just kiss each other. Like, what are we doing here? We gonna fight or we gonna fight? You know? Right. Like I look, I got a long, I got a long jab, and I like to use kicks. So I can't let you, I can't get, I can't let you get close enough for why I like to call that chest to chest man love, where we stand there. <laughs> Where we cheek oh, yeah. to cheek and chest to chest. You do something. No, you do something. No, you do something. No, you do it something. No no. I will throw the first punch if I have to. You don't, don't ever have no to worry about it. I don't right. believe in no rules in the fight. I, 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 will, I will punch, kick, sit on, bite. It don't matter what it is. I, I will, like the, the, um, those old Halo games where you're somebody on the ground, they dead, now somebody getting teabagged. That might just happen in the fight. <laughs> I will fart in your nostrils. You gonna yeah, remember yeah. that for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. You gotta hit him with the dip, dip potato chip. You got risk. You got to You don't understand. You gotta hit him with the dip, dip potato chip. If I mm -hmm. swing and you hit the ground off that first joint, you get tea bag. Oh yeah, oh yeah, got to. I drop a knee right in between, you know, your chin and your sternum. You're not gonna have a good time at all. I may just say obscenities about your mama while you laying down on the ground. You're not gonna have a good time. You are gonna remember that ass whipping for the remainder of your life. Now, if you whip my ass. I don't know what I'm going to do. So. Ain't no such thing as a fair fight. Because if, if, uh, when you're fighting, you're wrong, right? And, yeah. and two rights don't make a wrong. Or two lefts do. <laughs> and if I left three of your motherfuckers on the street, that's gonna be fine. Look, it, it's, look, so if you fight me, I'm not that dude. I'm not fitting to go get you know. Uh, I, I I hate I hate what the world has become Listen, with all the sissy girls. Right? They gotta go get. I had some brothers get mad at me. Uh, uh, one time I was doing security because my man looked this other grown man in the face and was like, "Ain't no one on ones, bro." Ain't no fair fights oh. out here. And I was like, bro, you know you sound like, that sounds like to me if you told a girl. Like, imagine you told, told a girl, yeah, sure, I'm going to come over and smash tonight, but I ain't got enough dick to get it done by myself, so I'm bringing my homies yep. too. Like, that's yeah, what that sounds like. It's a tag team match. <laughs> Devon, get the condom. Like, it's crazy. You can't like that don't make no sense. But I, I will I will hit somebody with a purple nerve real quick. <laughs> Not the purple. Not nipple. a nipple all the way off. Not the, see, look, oh, yeah. that's if any if I if I ever found myself in a position where I had to fight a female, that's the type of stuff I'm pulling out. I'm not I'm not oh, throwing yeah. no knees, kicks, elbows, and punches at a female. What I will do is roll your ass down a hill. I'll throw you on a hill and, and then ride you all the way down. I'll grab you by the hair <laughs> and then we sliding down with like a video game. I've seen the crazy leave a lot of females when I made the bottom of their foot touch the top of their head. Mm. All, all, all of a sudden, all that all that psycho stuff go away. I ain't finna hit you, 
But uh, I, I learned to grapple for a reason. I will fold you what? up like a pretzel. Real quick. Oh, yeah, war real the fast. Jericho, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you you yeah, can't get a sharpshooter in these streets, bitch. All right, mm-hmm. so let's hit the next story. Um, teammate, weak leaders let Leah Thompson compete with women. Now, for those of you who don't know who Leah Thompson is, Leah Thompson is... Um, I'm trying to remember what his name was, be, or excuse me, what her name was before transition. Um, it's irrelevant, but, she, uh, you know, uh, she competed in uh, in swimming as a male. For three years. For, like, three years and was, like, you know, uh, ranked, like, 400 and something. Uh, yeah, competing against men. Um, transitioned to a female and is now breaking records and the whole shebang. Uh, just out here, number one in the fucking world. Um, and a lot of people are upset. Now you have the two sides of the coin. Um, people are saying that it is anti-LGBT and that you are a turf if you are against Leah Thompson competing against men. Uh, Riss, real quick, or excuse me, competing against women. Riss, real quick, um, for those who are unaware, she is, as a member of the LGBTQ plus community, she knows all the terms. Please Not explain to the people what a TERF is. Alphabet gang. Uh, <laughs> it is a trans-excluding radical feminist. T-E-R-F, TERF. Right. So for people who don't include trans women as women are considered TERFs. Um, now for me, the, the, the divide here is that people are saying that if you don't let Leah compete against women, then you are against your, you are a, a transphobe. If you, in the other side, it's like, this is a grown man competing against women. Um, now I do not, I, I get, so I was called, uh, several times over the past couple of weeks. She's a biologically enhanced woman. A biologically enhanced woman. Okay. All right. I like that terminology. I like that terminology. I think I'm going to start like using that. A biologically safe. enhanced woman. That's dope. Uh, so you have you have people falling on. I, I was called a transphobe a few times this week because I, 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 I'm I a big believer in I'll let people live and be what they want to be. If, if Billy wants to be Susie, I don't have a problem addressing him as her. I don't have a problem calling Billy Susie. None of that don't affect my money. It doesn't affect my kids. So I don't really care. I'm down. What I am not for, man, is this 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 transgenders competing against women. Uh, you know, um, trans trans women competing against women because we've proven this now time and time again. It's been proven in track and field. It's been proven in weightlifting. It's now been proven in tennis. Like it's uh, I'm all, I'm all for it. I'm winning all my bets now. Like I'm winning all my bets now. It's full. Uh, <laughs> you be on Fanduel. <laughs> I look. I stay on Fanduel, man. Uh, but it's it's it's. We've seen it now it's, it's that there's a clear thing. advantage. We've seen it in mixed martial arts. Uh, uh, Fallon Fox crushing bitches' faces and whatnot. Oh, brow. Uh, I, I'm just. I'm very much over here. Like, uh, what is the what like like chisel the Donis. Everybody's heard how I feel on the topic. I'm I am i am against it. Uh uh we're gonna hear from you know our LGBTQ plus specialist here in just a moment. Tell me <laughs> Tell me uh tell me how you feel how you feel about things like this, man. Uh, personally, I'm, I'm against it because you can already see there's a competitive advantage that exists there. The fact that she went from when she was a man, 500, 
to number one in just a year's turnaround. And it was three years that she had raced as a man and failed. Smoked, not even in the water. Just, you might as well have stayed home. Now, you begin the transition. I'm not even too sure if the, 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 it's, the transition is not even complete. It's still in the motion of, you know, happening. So since that's the case, utter domination, what do you think was going to happen? Now, personally, I think they should let them, I'm against them competing. But for the time being, let them compete because you're going to reap what you sow. Because you're going to have all of these, what, what, what is the term for it? Is it cisgender women? You have all the cisgender women, biological women, are going to be getting smoked by these transgender women. And then soon enough, now, you're going to have to sit here and say, wait a minute, there's a problem here. So I would say play their game until they're exposed as, ah, this wasn't a very good idea, and things will naturally correct themselves. Well, you have a lot of uh, a lot of people are getting mad over uh, over over this, um, and this this particular article is about uh, teammates getting mad because they're losing out on sponsorship deals. They're, you got people losing out on scholarship money. You got people losing out on uh, on um, grants set up specifically for women who are performing at a high caliber, and they are now going to these genetically enhanced women. Mm-hmm. Um, Biologically. Excuse me, these bio- oh, yeah. biologically oh, God, enhanced women. It was even women. worse. Excuse me. You're now going, you're now going, enhanced was way worse. They're now going to these biologically enhanced women. Uh, and it's, it's so you have a lot of women who should be qualifying for these things. You have a lot of women who should be going to the worlds. You have a lot of women who should be qualifying for this, qualifying for that. And they're missing out on these opportunities because these transgender athletes jumped from, and you, if you look at, if you look at the athletes who have done it so far, you're not looking at anybody in like the top three, 10, yep. 100 that are making these transitions. Every single one, I think the highest ranked transgender athlete that we've had have a crossover was ranked like 300 and something. Mm-hmm. That's the highest rank competing against men. And all of them now are competing at the top of the sport against women. And it's it's taking away a lot of opportunities from women. I was called a transphobe because I said that out loud. Or, you know, I typed that on the internet. Uh, anybody finna call me a transphobe to my face? Like I said, I swing first, ask questions later. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of You're things. People... <laughs> right. There's a lot of things people will say to me over the internet that they won't say, you know, live and in person. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, it's, to me, that just seems wrong. It just seems wrong. And it, which, what you're talking about is already coming to fruition as far as just what, reaping what you sow, watching it happen. Uh, we're seeing a lot of that. So now I'm gonna ask. Our LGBTQ plus specialist. Again, not a specialist. <laughs> specialist. Not a specialist. Um, do you do you like women? Yes. Okay, so that makes you more of a specialist than everybody currently on this call. Um, you know, so you know. No, do you like women? <laughs> no, Fuck. none of us like the same sex. Currently. Oh damn it! Okay. Fuck. Yeah, you like no, women as a woman. So you know, you have better insight on women. Right. So that makes you cur- the current specialist. So how do you feel on this topic? Because we've discussed it before. Uh, we discussed it when this first started popping up, and you were very much let them compete. Have you seen the trend and how things are going and the money and places that women are losing? Have you in any way, shape, or form changed your stance on this? Or are you still let them have it? I, I do see the trend. I do see the pattern. I 
don't know what to do about it for you. Um, <laughs> because I do, like, in my, in my little bubble of my brain, I still want them included. I still want them to be able to do the sport that they love, compete where they love, to what they with what they love to do. But I don't know. <laughs> this is this is the woman in risk uh, struggling to go. I might have been wrong. No, because I can absolutely <laughs> say when I'm wrong. I can absolutely say when I'm wrong. But this kind of a thing doesn't personally affect me. It doesn't affect me. Like, I'm not a competitive person, first of all. I don't compete in any kind of sport of any kind. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Doesn't your... Don't you have a sibling that plays sports? I do. So if your sibling was on the verge of a grant scholarship, a professional deal, a million-dollar deal, anything like that, um, and she missed out on that because some guy who was not in the top 500 of his sport transitioned over and boom, took her spot. That wouldn't leave any kind of sour taste in your mouth? No, I definitely, that she... that's, I, I, I do, I do see that. Absolutely. I like, I see that there's opportunities lost for cisgendered women that, or cis women that are being taken by trans women. But un until we go and say, okay, is there enough trans women that want to swim and want to play or want to do MMA things, UFC things, that want to do golf, that want to do all the other competitive things to give them a, a league of their own, if you will? Like, <laughs> I, like, I don't think that there is. I think there is, like... A handful, but I also don't know because again, I'm not sporty. I don't understand. Like I don't get a lot of sport things, so uh, it's it's hard for me to really really have a, a, a an opinion that I can express on it. I dig it mainly and because I just don't have the words for it's it. It's a it's a complicated subject. Somebody complicated. said that I just mansplained trans, and I might have very well because I, I don't claim to be a, a a a I don't claim to be a knowledgeable person. Um, in the trans community, uh, I, I, I try to be as accepting as I possibly can of everybody, whether it be straights, gays, trans, whatever. Man, I try to be as accepting of everybody as I possibly can. Um, but again, all I, I look at the statistics, I look at the facts, you know, things like that, and I, I just personally can't agree with these with with trans people competing against these women. I don't, I, I wouldn't want to see a trans woman get in a boxing ring with freaking, you know, uh, with Canelo Alvarez, uh, yeah. to be fair, also. Uh, <clears throat> so it is what it is. Um, so, like, you're, Justin Child, Justin is asking if it's an option that they have their own set of sports where they can compete against each other. So, like... They've got the, uh, what is I don't the think NBA, the WNBA, and now we need the TNBA, like... And the other thing is, I don't that, honestly think there's enough right now. Right, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is and that's the, right now I think that's the biggest issue. Let them compete. Yeah, correct. Until I that, think, like you said, chiseled it on this. Until you let them all come, mm -hmm. until you let it go and say, okay, for the last 15 years, the woman of the year has been Caitlyn Jenner, and <laughs> the number one swimmer for women in the colleges has been Leah Thomas, and what was the MMA fighter? Fallon Fox. Fallon Fox <laughs> has been the number one MMA fighter for the, like, and that is just the consecutive thing, because, 
And it's been like, there's no like close second. Like, I can see the frustration. I can feel the frustration from that. If you're number two, I can, I can, I, I get it. But, uh, <laughs> like I get the frustration if you're number two and it's, it's leaps and bounds different from where that number one line is, that number one score, whatever it is, you know, um, but until we have enough people that are going to compete and are assigned male at birth and have now transitioned, there's not much else that we can do. There's not much else that can be done. Um, and I don't, I, I don't understand how you can go from, like, how you go from the sport and then you transition. Like, if you're not fully transitioned, I think that might be where that line it, it should come in. That's where I stood with Fallon Fox. With if the bylaws say that in in MMA that she has to have fully transitioned, she needs this, 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 and this, and they meet those standards. That's it. Yep. She's number one. She's mm -hmm. gonna beat your ass, and you're gonna have to ice yourself down about it later. Like mm -hmm. that's just fine yeah i think there should be like a threshold of time and i agree with that 110 percent. Mm -hmm. i think you can't be in a situation where you just last season you were competing with the boys this season you're competing with the girls i think you should make the full transition there has to be uh, some sort of time like between. yeah there has to be some sort of time in between because if you're if you're like all right I'm, I'm i'm boxing with the fellas or in april and then may comes no i'm with the girls no it doesn't work like that. you can't do that quick yeah. you know right on the or, or stop on a dime there and then needs to be a whole season of time that you that your transition is finished that you're able to train as the females mm -hmm. and the women train and, and then the unfortunate portion like with, with with lost sponsorships lost scholarships and things yeah. of that nature like think about the girl who's been training her entire life just to be able to break through like there's some people who are later developing athletes like some some athletes they've been great since they were children there's others who don't get that opportunity until their senior year or, or their junior year and they're just on the cusp of finally making it and all of a sudden bam the transgender athlete comes in, takes that spot, and then now all of that progress that you've made your entire life gets cut off right there. And it happened because somebody just came over and then started part, you know, participating in the same sport that you've been working in your whole life. Like imagine, wait until it get, you know, breaks into gymnastics. Because women's gymnastics is one of the most incredible sports that there is and the, the level of difficulty that exists there. If you now have male gymnasts who are going through, they're like, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm actually a, a female and they transition and now they go into women's gymnastics. That's going to be something that's going to you know, take the world by storm because gym, gym, gymnasts, they've been doing this since they were like children. Yeah. So you're, you're in a situation young, where you're like young. five, six, seven, young. And then here you are in your teenage years to really probably about your very early 20s to where you're really in your prime for something like that. If you now have somebody who was ranked like 500 come over and jump to number one, that'll really get people to sit there and say, wait, I think there's a problem here. We got to slow down with what we're doing. So I don't think that, like, one of our listeners said, you know, that's probably not going to happen. I don't think that these kinds of, this kind of a thing doesn't really happen until your mid, well, early 20s, 
to mm-hmm. mid twenties in most situations. Like there, surely there are teenagers that are transitioning. Um, a lot of people once they realize, once they realize, like this is not this is not right. They start the processes if their family is you know accepting of that. If, if they 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 start to do the therapies, they start to do um, hormone tests and changes. Um, they start to do that when they before they hit puberty. So it's kind of an even playing field. But if it hasn't been, you know, for as far as gymnastics, I mean, like that's they're in their prime in their early twenties. This probably isn't gonna be something that we have to worry about. I don't think. I want to make a quick prediction, and we're gonna move on to the next okay. topic. Uh, I think that what both of you said. One, I don't believe there's an easy answer for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what both of you said is, uh, is a very intelligent statements, um, and I believe a good option. But I think that this whole thing is going to shoot itself in the foot. Um, and I say that because of the fact that, again, like I said, nobody – and that this isn't happening with athletes, male athletes who are in the top 10 of their sport, yeah. top 20, top 100. I think it's what's going to happen is one of these, one of these athletes – that transitions over to a female, gets all this notoriety, gets all this money, gets all these scholarships, gets all these deals, gets these chances to get ahead in life. Um, I, I believe uh, one of, I'm not saying all of them, and again, I don't want to make it sound like, I believe that every single athlete doing this is doing it to get a competitive edge and not because they feel like they're a woman. Um, but one of these athletes that's doing this is going to be like, oh, you know, and trans- back, transition back into a man. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, as you see, they're, they're, they're already competing now without being fully transitioned. Um, and one of them is going to get this money, get these scholarships, get these things, use it for what they can, and transition back into being a man. And I believe right then and there... That's going to be the... Is, that's going to be what that's shoots gonna be the this... Red right. Fucking... That's going to be what shoots this whole thing in the foot. Um, yeah. I'm making that prediction now. Uh, and I, I believe that's how that's gonna how that's gonna play out. But we'll see. I could be wrong. Um, I've been wrong two or three times before in my life, so you know it, it could be a thing. The next thing that I want to talk about is uh, ex UFC champion Cain Velasquez denied bail in attempted murder case. Um, a little background on this for those of you who are unaware. <clears throat> Cain Velasquez, former two-time UFC heavyweight champion, one of the most gifted. Uh, one of the most gifted athletes, you know, from a combat sports perspective that I've ever seen. Um, I remember when I was fighting, uh, I was actually still fighting when Cain Velasquez was coming up. And uh, I was always tempted. I was always curious whether I could make it to the top of, you know, I, I always knew I could make it into that top 10 uh, in combat sports, especially at heavyweight, because, you know, it's real shallow to get to like that top five. But he was one of those guys that I, I looked at in that top five, and I'm like, you know, are, are those one of those guys that I could compete against? And the answer, truthfully, honestly, in my heart, is hell no. Probably not. Not on my best day. Um, I was really, really good, but there's a reason they called that man Cardio Kane, and I hated cardio. Um, if if you look if you look at my my, my you know my, my record fighting, uh, whether it be smokers, whether it be gym fights, whether it be uh, you know professional fights or whatever, it was it was. I, I finished almost everything I did in the first round, and the two times that I did not, I almost cried. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the the one loss that you'll find on my record. I even look. I even took my L in the first round. Like so, uh, uh, you know, a guy like that with you know, I, I've never seen a two hundred and sixty pound man with endless cardio. Cain Velasquez was that guy. Um, terrifying, uh, but. 
Uh, you know, he, he does a lot of different things. He, you know, he does movies. Um, now he's doing professional wrestling for AAA. Um, uh, mm-hmm. and he does still teach wrestling. Um, uh, you know, with Daniel Cormier at the college and whatnot, they teach the college kids and the high school kids, uh, you know, whatnot, how to wrestle. So he had, you know, his children were in daycare for however many hours a day. Um, and it turned out that a member of the daycare had molested his four-year-old over a hundred times. Yep. Um, this man was given, you know, put on house arrest. He was given bail. Uh, excuse me. Well, not even bail. He didn't have to pay anything. He was put on house arrest or whatever. They gave him an ankle bracelet, let him go on his way. Uh, Kane snapped, ran him down in his truck and shot up his truck. Um, ended up hitting the guy's stepfather, which I'm never a fan of, you know, of, 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 of casualties uh, mm-hmm. as far as collateral damage or anything like that. But also, I can only feel so much sympathy because the stepfather's the guy who ran the freaking, you know, daycare, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got your son in there raping little kids. God knows how fucking many. Um, so Kane was denied bail uh, recently, and people are upset because this man, the you know, the, the individual who, t- who, who, excuse me, not attempted anything, the individual who, you know, was molesting his child is currently walking free. And if they both, if they're both found guilty, Kane's going to be in jail for longer anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is absolute, me personally, I think that's absolute horseshit. Um, I would like to get you guys' uh, uh, opinion on that. I personally feel like if somebody molests your child, you should have free reign to kill them. Um, but I'm a little bit of a Neanderthal. What do you guys think about this? Go ahead. Go no, ahead. Her. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so so pretty much, I I, I agree with you 110. percent I I I I think it's ludicrous the fact that you know the actual child molester is out on the street. And then Kane is behind bars being held. Now, granted, he hit the wrong guy. He shot at the wrong guy. He connected with the wrong guy. I think if it was a situation where he actually hit the uh, the right person, perhaps we wouldn't have this sort of situation. Now, granted, it's still going to be a matter of, you know, you can't go and take justice into your own hands. But if any father, any uncle, any male relative or male who's aware of what was happening you mean to tell me this guy was just touching children for god knows how long <laughs> how many times like it was it's it's documented it was over a hundred times so since that's the case this is somebody who's like a, a serial molester this is just what they do so since that's it somebody's got to do something so kane of course he's gonna snap but it just doesn't make sense to have him in a situation where it's like you're not going to give him any bail. You're not. You're pretty much going to treat him like a complete criminal to to overlook what was the cause to this effect. What was the action that led to this reaction? It's just weird to me. Like I, I understand why Kane felt the way that he did. Now, granted, you're not supposed to do that, but anybody who touches your child, what do you think you're going to do? Kane, what are you as a do? father. As a father, let me put it like this. Kane, everybody says it. Uh, I, I don't know a single person who has, who's ever said, if somebody touches my child, you know, I'm going to let the law that. handle it. I think every oh. parent that I've ever, that I've ever spoken Someone to on the subject. Child, the law's going to have to handle me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think every parent that I've ever spoken Kane. to <laughs> has all said the same damn thing. Somebody touches my kid, I'm going to kill their ass. Somebody touches my kid, I'm shooting their ass. Somebody touches my kid, I'm going to torture their ass. Kane did what we all said that we would do. He just went out and did it. Yep. I did it because I'm gonna tell you right now, like, like, 
like EK just said, motherfucking, somebody touched one of my kids, bro, we ain't got to worry about the law handling. The law going to have to handle me. I'm, I'm going to be standing fucking trial and whatnot, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to claim, be able to claim insanity because they're going to yep. be like, man, you had that man in the basement for two days. Like, you know, at what point does the insanity... <laughs> it's called a psychotic break, and it lasted as long as it lasted. Mind your fucking business. Like, you know. He's handled. He's off the streets. I'm only a bonus mom but, and an older sister. So, like, we'll be in the basement for a while, my dude. That's all. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's it's... That's wild to me. Uh, that's wild to me that this man is 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 just walking around free and Kane's sitting in jail. Uh, if anything, they should have locked him in a small. They should have locked him in a cell with Kane. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what they should have done. <laughs> right, it would have like been the perfect scenario. Like, all right, you both are in lockup in the same spot and just let it play out. After and and on top of that, list. like even with the stepfather who got hit, because he runs the daycare. The question would be, how much did he know? So he's also, regardless of the fact that he's a victim, there still should be some conversation about what did he know? How much did he know? Was he trying to protect his, you know, child from, you know, doing what he was doing to those other kids? Like, there's so much details that needs to be covered here. But then the fact that it's all on Kane, that's crazy. Right. It that had me up like uh, like Terrence said, man. That it had me up to sound like Samuel J- Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Like, look, I'm not, I'm not even. I, I might be able to get an insanity case just off of how brutal the shit is. They're gonna be like, what kind of sane motherfucker does this? Like, you know, you know yeah, like I, I think back in the back in the eighties, there was a uh, um, there was a man who his his son. Was uh, uh was it his son or daughter? I can't remember. But he, his son or daughter was molested, and then they had arrested the guy who did it. And they were he just got off the flight, and they were bringing him in. He was in cuffs, and they. Sh- I know that video. I've party, seen that right? video. I forget his name, but I use I use the I use the video and memes all the time with my friends. Like, dude, the dude shot him right there and then. Yeah. He ended up getting off and not doing any jail time because it's like, this guy's not a threat to society. He just had a vendetta with He was a threat to this, to this dude. He was a threat just to this pedophile. That dude. same man like, yo, that was this a threat guy to go. Right. So as far as I'm concerned with Kane, Kane ain't going to be violating or doing crazy stuff outside as long as that other dude ain't outside. The fact so that lock the, judge... the other guy up, Kane going to be a model citizen. Keep him free. Kane not going to be a model citizen until he dead. The fact that the judge said that they couldn't give Kane, uh, they couldn't give Kane bail because it was too great of a risk. But Mm -hmm. it's not too great of a risk to have a pedophile out there with access to a daycare. With access to a fucking daycare, that's not too great of a risk. And I say Mm -hmm. that this country, not just in the courts, but we as people, have always been too lax on rapes, rapists, and uh, you know pedophiles. I always bring this bring this up. Um, I always think back to the '80s, that case of Kitty Genovese. I think that's the one. That's talking about. that's no, that's not the no? one. That's Kitty Genovese was raped outside, of, right outside of her apartment building, um, and I believe it was the Bronx. She was raped right outside of her apartment building. Hundreds of people heard her cries, heard the gang rape taking place. Nobody called the cops. Nobody tried to intervene. Some people even looked over their balconies and watched. Hundreds of people. Um, and that just, you know, it blows my mind. 
blows my mind. And I, I feel like this country, we've always been extra lax on things like that. Uh, and, and it's just wild to me um, that, 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 that this man is, is out walking free while Kane's locked up. Um, last part for sex in the news. Um, to teach safe sex, don't forget about pleasure, study suggests. Now, if y'all read the article or whatever, they're talking about, you know, um, while teaching while teaching safe sex and whatnot, and like sex ed classes, this, that, and third, even parents talking to their kids, um, do not forget to teach your children that there should be a pleasurable aspect to sex. Um, I'm on the fence for this. I get it. I understand. I absolutely believe that it should be taught. Um, I, I agree with everything that was said in the article. Fix my face. Uh, as a human being, the dad in me is like, why are you talking to my kids about sex? Uh, mm -hmm. so <laughs> it's, it's like, I, I, you know, I, everything they said is, everything they said was valid. I think it's an intelligent way to go about it. Um, I do believe the safe sex needs to be taught. I do believe that, uh, all, all of these things are, are, you know, important and the pleasure aspect of sex. Like, there's a lot of girls walking around uh, at a young age fucking and not realizing they're supposed to have an orgasm. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it's, it's, I find it wild. I often have to ask myself, uh, especially of the women in this area who are like, oh, you're the most amazing I've ever had. Am I? Or are you just fucking trash? Like, is, is, <laughs> are, are, am I that good? Am I that good? Or is the rest of the things that you have to compare me to just trash? Like, it's, it's you know, uh, I'm a very humble guy. And I wonder these <laughs> I, I wonder these things every time a woman looks at me and goes, wow, you're the best I've ever had. And I'm like, hmm. You question. Am, right. It's like, it's like am, am I? Okay. Am I? Or are these, are these Fredericksburg dudes just trash? Like, that's... Mm. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, wondering. You, you ponder asking for some highlight tape so you can get some footage on, on the people <laughs> that are to compare and contrast. What does my game film look like? His game film. I, I, do we need to have a coaching session? What's going on? Uh, all right. So, what do y'all what do y'all think about this? Like, I know y'all read the article and whatnot. What do you think about this? Well, personally, I actually I I, I agree with it. I, I understand why. You know, I'm I, I'm not a father yet, so maybe things will change when I when I do enter dad um dad you know mode. But um, I do think it needs to be taught that you're supposed to enjoy sex, but you also have to be very safe as well because there's a ton of kids who just all right, well I'm horny, let's just go raw dog it, and then bam. You've got all kinds of STDs and things of that nature that's out there. You don't want to have that kind of situation. So you want to teach the, you know, the safety part of it. But then you also want to make sure that, hey, you know, this is people don't just do this just to procreate like you were supposed to. People do this recreationally. So since that's the case, you've got to know how your body works. You've also got to know how your partner's body works. So since that, you know, once you really touch on all those different markers and educate you know, the pleasurable part. Now, growing up, they will understand the parameters of sex. The only downside is when teaching the pleasurable part, because kids are extremely malleable, this now will encourage them to want to go out and practice. Now, if you're teaching safe sex when a kid is 11, they're not going to be a virgin by the time they're 12. So there's a, that, that's kind of where you can run the risk sort of situation because how soon will they put that, what they learned into practice? And if you're a parent, you would hope it's when they get much older and understand how the world works versus having like a 12 year old, I'm a master at eating pussy. I know how to do it. <laughs> like, what are you focused on getting into high school? What are you, 
it is craziness. So that's kind of where I can agree with you on being on the fence. Right. But I think it's also on the parents in the house to reinforce what the kids are learning at school to really instill, you know, what they need to know going into the world. I have these conversations with my children. Uh, some would say too liberally, mm. but I, I definitely want my kids. Uh, so like me and my son every year, like clockwork, me and my son have a conversation about consent. Me and my son mm. have a conversation about the word. Yes. Me and my conversation, my son have a conversation about what is acceptable to say and or do um, while uh, while you are um, entertaining a woman or uh, mm. pursuing a woman. Um, I have my, my oldest and I, uh, we, her and I regularly freely talk about sex, um, because I want my kids to be comfortable having these conversations with me. Mm -hmm. I want my, I want my, uh, my children to, you know, I, I don't, I don't want ever my, my children to be out there and be unsure about something about, I want my kids to be mad comfortable enough to be like, yo, let me call my dad real quick. I got to find out. <laughs> like, shorty, hold, shorty, pump the brakes real quick. I don't, I don't really, I, don't, I know, I don't know what I'm doing on this subject. And I don't think you know what you're doing on this subject, but I know my dad's got some knowledge. Let me, let me call my dad real quick. <laughs> you know, uh, so, so I have these conversations pretty freely with my kids. And, uh, you know, so sometimes they're like, oh God, dad. And other times they'll ask questions. Or they, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's everybody hand everybody handles it differently. But I, I do believe that it is definitely on the parents in the household to uh, to you know, like you said, reinforce what's being taught. Yeah. I think we need to teach about the pleasure, but Abby is not like not when you start in like fourth fifth grade. They start mm -hmm. the sex talk and like body changes in the fourth fifth grade years. So you you go through the puberty. And then middle school comes, you're still talking about puberty, like, hey guys, just so you know, there's STDs, there's pregnancy, like, STDs are not the only thing you can catch if you have sex. Babies exist. This is how it happens. Um, and then when you get into the high school years, probably closer to, like, your junior, senior years is probably where you're looking at having a conversation like, hey bitch, don't just let him use you as a fucking masturbation tool. Okay, you're allowed to enjoy this. When that happens for you, uh, I don't think they should be teaching, like, an oral sex class of any kind. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably yeah, yeah. something you go find out on, like, YouTube. <laughs> you find that uh, on Pornhub. Sebastian you know? just said, other countries teach, uh, teach it at a young age, but we have the highest teen pregnancy rate. That is a fact. And that is like fact. Kayla a said lot of, here. Yeah. That's because we need the babies, and we just don't care what happens after they're born. Also, yeah, we don't even care about teaching about pregnancy to teens. Like when we talk about safe sex in school, we just brush over the fact. Oh yeah, you know, pregnancy can happen, and this is why you have to wear condoms. Like they, the fact that you have children raising children, it's craziness. If you're 15 years old, you can't be sent off to war, but you can sure as hell have a child. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make sense. It's very confusing because at the end of the day, having a kid, a lot goes into that. And if you're at that young age, that child now becomes a burden on your life. Like a lot, a lot of people like to say, you know, bundle of joy. This is a blessing. No babies are bad. But let's be honest here. If you're 15 years old, you can't, you, you know, especially if you don't have a, without a babysitter. 
Exactly. Like, especially if you don't have a support circle, like if your parents are both working full time, your grandparents, let's just say they're retired or they're out of the state or whatever. You don't have anybody who can watch that kid. You now at a young age where you have no money, no resources, have to to pretty much risk everything just to raise this child that you had no clue brought on all these, you know, trial and tribulation on your life. So we've got to teach that from a very young age, especially what happens with having children, because the, the emotional stress that happened being parents, it's ridiculous. It's one of the reasons why I'm not a parent yet. I'm not ready for that. Yes, I, I, I'm not ready for that, let alone a 15-year-old me. It's not happening. A listener just said shows like Teen Mom glamorize teen pregnancy, which is mm-hmm. another issue. This mm-hmm. is true. Um, I remember, I remember, you know, kids talking about when I was in school how they wanted to be on Teen Mom, and I'm like, you ain't even got no kids. Yeah. It's like, but I'm trying. They, they have to go through being yeah, 16 it's... and pregnant, and then you get on Teen Mom. Right. And like, the shit's yep. so fucking wild. And it's, it's right. It, it's, it does glamorize. But I'll say this: I, I completely agree with what you said because I'm gonna tell you right now, um, I make good money. I make real good money um if i have a kid right now it's stressful <laughs> stressful <laughs> especially living in expensive behind virginia let me tell you right now look i make i make more money than most people that i know bro i'm still broke man broke i don't know what to <laughs> like, just, like just they tested the life out of me man high, you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 hard out here I have another. I have another kid. You know, uh, I'm gonna go through the various stages. I'm gonna cry first, and then I'm gonna be happy because you know, I love my, I love my kids. My my greatest joy in life is being a dad. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I tell, I'm I'm only good at the three F's. I got three things that I'm good at, and that's fighting, fathering, and fucking. Like I'm a, I'm, I'm I can fight my ass off. Uh, I'm good in the sack, and I'm a real good dad. Everything else. I don't got it. Like, those are the three things that I bring to the table. Like, all, all the other life skills that you're supposed to have, I, I missed it on the way. Like, <laughs> but I F of finances. <laughs> right. That's just gone. Just gone. I don't know where the hell that is. Like, I don't know where the hell that is. I make entirely too much money to be broke, but also, goddamn, you know, three kids. It's, that's, <laughs> it is what yeah. it is. All right. There's so a lot of money that goes into those kids. Right. All right, so we got we got we got ask the plank is the last thing that we're gonna do. We got four questions that we're gonna answer. Uh, answer. I'm gonna let the chisel to Donis take the first crack at all four questions as our guest, and then they will follow. We'll follow up with me and Riss, um, and then we will end the show. Are you ready? Oh yeah. All right, let's do it. So first question. Oh, all these questions are from females. They're carryovers <laughs> oh, from last. They're carryovers from last week. Oh. Uh, does that mean I get to ask them? Oh, Riss is going to ask the questions. Because I feel questions. like I have an attitude about each one. Riss, Riss, <laughs> Riss is going to uh, go ahead and represent the female the f- female species and ask the questions. All right, go ahead and hit us with the first one. Why do men love hoes? Oh, because hoes, hoes, hoes give you exactly what it is that you're looking for. If I'm just trying to fuck, a hoe wants nothing more than just to fuck. I don't have to worry about any attachments. I have not to worry about no relationships. You just get yourself a hoe. We lay down. We do what we got to do. I send you on your way. It's like a free prostitute. That's exactly why we love hoes. We get exactly what we wanted out of it, which is sex, and we don't got to worry about anything else with with the strings being attached. Men love hoes because, uh, like a man said, you don't pay a hoe for pussy. You pay a hoe to leave. Um, The same thing happens. The same thing with free hoes. 
Um, I, I don't. I, I, every time I fucked with a with a hoe, or as I like to call him, an easy mark. Uh, you know, one, it's a guaranteed goddamn thing. A lot of times that females have thought, oh, you know, he's interested in me or whatever, this, that, the third. No, I got the scouting report from the homies, and this is why you and I are having this conversation. I know that you are an, an easy time, a sure thing, and I know more importantly that when it is over, you are going to leave. That is why men love hoes. Oh, and I'd like to expand a little bit, too, on top of that. Hoes... Because they have that experience, if you will, um, they'll at least go out of their way to perform in the bedroom. Oftentimes, you ask any man, most times when they happen to, you know, engage in any kind of fornication with the lady, ask them how much work the lady puts in in the bedroom. You're dealing with a hoe, she's going to go and perform. You're dealing with somebody in a regular, you're the one who's putting in all the work. Especially if that hoe thinks that there's a chance you're going to turn her into a housewife. Now, you know... You know that you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, but if mm-hmm. she thinks that there's a chance that you're going to try to wife her up, if she really puts it down, that hoe do some things for you, man. Oh, yeah. That, that hoe do some things for you, man. It's all kinds of things. Like, she might just grow another vagina. It's just On the, call. the food that she's going to bust out is going to be crazy. You be, Whoa, that's... I've never experienced anything like that, but we're finished now. I'd like you to leave. Right. <laughs> My little brother, my, my little brother used to be amazed at this chick that I used to mess with because she was she was a tr- definition of a hoe, uh, but she was absolutely hoping for more. Um, but I used to I could call her I wake up two o'clock in the middle in, in the night because I had a nightmare and be like oh god that was terrible I need some pussy and I call her and she would show up through the back door handle business and I'd be like all right I'm about to lay it down and then she leave oh that's no fuss no fuss. No, can I spend the night? We had one conversation about I don't like chicks spending the night. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. you know, she so she wouldn't spend the night, nothing. She would just go, all right, boom, you have a good day or whatever, this, that, the third. And just I wouldn't hear from her till the next time I needed some buns at whatever yep. time I needed some buns. So, you know, or some head, whatever the hell it was, you know. There's all kinds of reasons. But here's the next joint. Here's the okay. next joint. Why are there no good men around? Why they don't know there's a ton of good men around. It just depends on where you're looking. So, for example, if you're somebody who's constantly had bad experiences with men, you might want to look in the mirror and figure out who it is that you happen to attract to come over into your own space. There's a ton of good men that are out there. It's just a matter of what kind of man are you looking for? If you wanted a man who's going to you know, go to work, come home, and he's only about you, you probably shouldn't be hanging out with drug dealers and things of that nature. So, you know, you just got to make sure you target the kind of man that you actually want to be with. You can't try to change a man because you're going to end up finding yourself hanging out by the dump. I always tell women the same thing every single time. I've done it on stage countless times. I'll ask, hey, are men trash? And they answer, yeah, men are trash. I say, so why are you hanging out by the dump? <laughs> so uh, I, I agree with everything you just said. My hat is off, especially to that last point. Uh, if men are trash, why are you hanging out by the dumpster? Um, Come over to the alphabet gang. Right. So mm-hmm. she had that. Uh, she absolutely uh, had that reaction um, over something. So I've told a female friend of mine, uh, mutual friend actually uh, of ours. You know, she was like, you know, I, I told her to try something new one time. Because she was like, oh, you know, uh, uh, I keep running into dudes who either put their hands on me or, you know, they get locked up 
Or, you know, they always off doing this, doing that, and she names a bunch of bad things that they're doing. And I looked at her and I said, didn't you tell, weren't you the one who said that you like a man with some thug in him? And she was like, well, yeah. And I was like, well, that's what happens. Like, you know, you get, you get to find a man with some thug in him, he's going to do thug shit. Like, put his hands on you. Like, ask you to motherfucking stick some cocaine up your asshole because y'all got pulled over by the cops. Like, you know, sometimes when you're looking for that thug man, you know, he's going to do thug things. That just seems yeah. to go hand in hand. Uh, and, and, and it's, it's, I, I've, I love when women ask me this question, like, why, why are all men bad men or why are all men trash this, that, the third? I firmly believe that you need to take a look and go, why, what is it, what is it about you that attracts ain't shit ass men? Because there's all kinds of good men out there. They're just not interested in you. So what is it about you? If there are good men out there. If there are good men out there, because, you know, some of your homegirls got good men, you know good men, this, that, the third. Um, what is it about you that makes these good men not attracted to you? What is it about you that makes these ain't shit men believe that you're where they where they need to be at? You got to look in the mirror. You got to ask yourself that. Because um, there's all kinds of women out there with really good goddamn men. Um, and also I'll tell you as I don't, I don't know if I, I, I never like to be the one to make the judgment as to, I don't feel any man should make the judgment as to whether he's a good man. Uh, I told a woman that when she, you know, was, I was with my ex who was white and, uh, they were like, Oh, look at another white woman taking all the good black men. And I was like, well, what about me makes me good? You see that I'm in a three piece suit right now. My hair's cut nice and whatnot. You know, you feel like that makes me a good man, but I could be whooping her ass when we get home. Like I could be beating the fucking shit out of her. You don't know what makes me, you know. What makes me a good man other than what, you, what the fuck you see? But there are all, all kinds of women out there. I, I, you know, I don't know if I'm, if I'm a great man, but I like to think I'm a good man. I take care of my kids. I pay my bills. Um, my child support ain't never late. You know, things like that. Um, I'm, I'm active in all my children's life. I don't beat on females. Um, I absolutely worked, work, work on myself to try to improve my, you know, my stance as a man. And what I'm not interested in is a female that don't bring... For lack of better, lack of better expression, I know females hate this, but doesn't do bring doesn't bring anything to the table. Um, yep. If you cannot enhance or enrich my life in any way, shape, or form, then I'm gonna put you in that whole category we were talking about earlier. Kind of absolutely. Neck, and I, I will use you <laughs> accordingly. Uh, my mama told me, uh, you know, you treat you treat a hoe like a hoe. Uh, you treat a woman like a woman. You treat a queen like a queen. Um, and I, to my dying day. So you got to ask yourself why you fall into a category that doesn't attract good, good men. All right, all right, okay. Is it okay to ask a man to marry you? Um, I would say I would say it's okay, but be prepared for a uh, uh, that rejection that uh, men men have to endure as well, because the, with, with the freedom to ask is also the freedom of being denied. So um, a lot of people, you know, they're very traditional on it. Me, myself, I used to, oh, when I was younger, I was like, oh, nobody's going to get on a knee and ask me. But if we've been together for a good period of time, you feel as if you're ready to be married, you can feel free to ask. I will, I'll 110% encourage you. Go ahead. You want to ask? Feel free. I will decline, but <laughs> I, I have no issue with, um, you know, those, um, you know, those feeling like they want to, you know, ask or, or see if they can, you know, move to that next step in, in the relationship, if you will, I guess, so, or, or, or I guess the, the, the symbolism of it to, to be married. So I have no issue with, with, with asking. Just be prepared for, you know, the rejection that, that, that comes with it. 
Okay. So Sean. before before I answer this question, some uh, a listener said something about the friend zone, and I will say this one more time: the friend zone is a figment of people's imagination. There is no such thing as the friend zone. If you are a girl's friend, be her friend. Don't be her friend to try to get in them buns. If you're trying to get in them buns, bro, be real out the gate. Because guess what? She might just be looking to get slid. You know what I'm saying? You might catch her on that lucky night. Keep it keep it all the way 100, you know, uh with with any with any female, you know, that you may or may, you know, that you you're that you're, that you're that you're dealing with. The friend zone is a figment of your imagination. I ain't never once in my life never been in the fucking friend zone. Either we are just friends mm -hmm. or you, I'm here to fuck. Like that's I'm I'm here I'm here to crush them buns. Like this is this is what it is. Yeah, um, I've told dudes, I've told dudes in videos before where I'm like, dog, you put yourself in that friend zone. She can't put you there. You put yourself there. Like, they, of course, when, uh, when people are younger, like if you're sixth grade or you're like in junior high or high school or something like that, you're like, all right, I'm going to friendship my way into some books. No, don't do that. If you want to, you want to sleep with her, let her know, hey, I want to get in your cheeks. And she's like, no, I don't want that. You go about your business. Don't right. even try to swindle her into, oh, well, you know, she's in a relationship. I'm going to stay here. That's, you know, that's called pussy under deception. Like, why? There's no reason to do any of that. Don't you know, misuse her trust in an effort. <laughs> like, it's foolish. Don't do that. Just be honest up front, and more women will respect you for being honest. If you just step over there, you're having a great conversation, be like, hey, I'm, be I'm keeping a buck with you. I came over here because, you know, your lips looked magnificent. I love the way it looked in that lip gloss. I can imagine it being around my penis. Would you like to come over to my apartment later tonight? Or, or yes. think about that. If she's like, no, you know, I want to get to know you. Well, oh, you want to get to know me more. So there's a possibility that my penis can be, be betwixt your lip. You just make sure you continue to reinforce the fact that sex is on the table. If she is not interested, go about your business. And the same thing for the ladies. There'll be rare dudes and be like, hey, man, you know, I don't want to have sex with you. All right, cool. Go about your business. Don't be this man's friend in an effort to just get onto the cop carousel. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Don't hit him with the Decepticon. I can't believe so that. So, Riss looked at me when you made that <laughs> comment because I got chastised and they gave me the look, as I like to call it, um, mm -hmm. when I told I, I, about a girl that I met at the, at a bar. And I walked over to her and I talked to her and this, that, and the third. And they're like, oh, well, you know, she's like, well, what do you, what, you know, what, what made you come over here and want to talk to me? And I was like, the ass is fat. I like fat asses. Also, you got a pretty face, but mostly because the ass is fat. And she mm -hmm. was like, oh, well, if that's the only reason you're over here, then, you know, I, I don't think I'm interested in this conversation. And I said, well, honey, I could lie to you and tell you that, you know, I felt a connection from across the room or that your eyes were super deep. But I only know two things about you right now, that you have a fat ass and that you have a pretty face. Now, those two things made me want to come talk to you. And if something deeper comes of this conversation, then that's great. But also, you know, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no guarantee of that. Um, yep. maybe we just have a conversation or whatever we have. We, we sip a drink, have a short conversation. Maybe we talk all night, have a great time. Maybe only sex comes of this. Maybe a relationship. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you about what can possibly happen. When the only things that I know about you are the two things that got me over here. You have mm -hmm. a fat ass and you have a pretty face. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I don't, and it, you know, and her and I had a great conversation after that. Yep. And I'll never understand these You dudes. put everything on the table. Facts. Because the moment you put everything on the table and now 
both parties knows what's happening. Because the one thing I don't like is the fact that, especially with dating, like if you're on apps, let's be honest, everything is completely superficial. Nobody's looking at somebody, oh my God, wow, look at him. He, Although he has a rod inside of his pants, he looks like he really reads a lot of books. No, you're looking at his body and you're saying, I would like this man to be inside of me. And if you're a dude, you're looking at a chick, you look at the figure first. You don't no sit over man. there. Oh, she has such interesting glasses. I wonder what frame she is. No, you don't care about anything. Like no that. man this has ever tapped his for... homie. No man has ever tapped his homie in a bar and been like, yo, look at the morals on Shorty. Right? Look at the That's morals never on her. I bet she's like, going to be a great she mom. She was raised well. No. <laughs> you, you don't think about any of that. So once you're honest up front and you say, hey, I'm coming over here because you look very attractive. I am sexually attracted to you. And then you continue to, you know, you have a conversation because a lot of people, they don't have much game. You don't really have to game people if you're you just mean, honest You didn't mean to front. put me out there like that, sir. You did not Oh, well, there it is. Well, you, you have been exposed. Let's turn the spotlight on you. I have a flashlight here, but I don't want to trigger. Hanging out with her, hanging out with her, I have discovered what lesbian game looks like. Lesbian mm -hmm. game literally consists of two females sipping on alcohol, complimenting each other repeatedly until somebody has the balls to make a move. And yep. that move doesn't get, normally doesn't take place. It takes normally, it takes normally two to four hours for that move, sometimes mm -hmm. more, to pop off. Um, and it's just a fucking compliment fest until then. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. fucking weird. I would assume. I would assume with lesbians, you probably have, they probably have an epidemic in their community <laughs> where it's like a three-month, one-night stand because nobody, nobody makes the move. It, 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 it's very confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. As far as the answer to the question, is it okay to ask a man to marry you? Yes, 100%. Do not come with a ring, though. Come with a blowjob. Mm. Suck that dick and then be like, will you marry me? If there was mm -hmm. ever a chance he was going to say yes, it's after you've removed his soul. You got to catch him while his legs is either straight like this or folded up like there. When he had that real good orgasm and his legs fold mm -hmm. up like the Wicked Witch of the East when the house landed on her and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Motherfucking, you catch him right in that point, you can probably convince him to do anything. Um, yeah, so if you're going to ask, that's, that's that's your chance. What's the next question? Wowza. Okay, why do men without anything good... Nope, sorry. Can't, can't it's the last it. question, and then we're going to sign off the air. Why do men without anything going on fuck so good? Oh, that's all they got. That's all they got. If, you, if, if my account is in the negative, I ain't got no job. My mother hasn't returned my call. My father is not. doesn't have time for me. My siblings no longer care if I exist. But I, I'm good in bed. That is all I got. That's all I got to my name. There's a ton of bums on the street who are pretty much, you know, not even homeless. They are the bums. They are, they are the homeless of the homeless. They've got nothing to their name. They shower at gyms when they sneak in with the janitors. These individuals, all they got is their dick. So if there's one thing they can do, it's fucked. That's all they got to offer. If you ain't got nothing going for you, you probably got good penis. I'm, I'm tell, I told women this before. If you are horny to where, you know, you need to get off some, look for the person who is the worst dressed, who looks like they haven't showered in days, with the worst, you know, clothing, terrible looking hygiene. I promise you, you'll have the best sex of your life. Um, I gotta agree with you full on, wholeheartedly. 
I think the reason I can lay it down so well today is because I've been a bum, son. Like, I've been there. Uh, <laughs> I've been to that point where I had nothing, I had nothing to my name but my car and, and, my, and, my, and, my, and my Johnson. Um, so I needed, I needed places to shower before work, shit like that, man. So I lay it the fuck down. Lay it, lay it. When I say I lay it down, lay it, I still to this day hold on to that. The first time we have sex, understand I'm going to try to kill you. You ain't going to oh, be yeah. out here in these oh, yeah. streets tarnishing my name. Uh, <laughs> some point, maybe later down the line, I may have a poor performance. It happens to us all. Uh, you know, <laughs> shoot off. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been there. Uh, you know, don't, you know, the not me, that first you know, time, right. But not th that first time. Oh, no, so you ain't gonna have nothing but glowing recommendations for, uh, to talk about with your homegirls because I might need to shower at their house one night. Uh, it is what it is. Like, it, it's when, when you have nothing to your name, like that man said, except, except your, your reputation of that thing, I, there was literally a point where my dick got me everything in life. Mm -hmm. My dick got me everything in life. Everything. We went to go pay the rent one month, and a shorty, we never found out who the chick was. But Shorty just said freaking uh, somebody, a, a female had came in and paid our rent for us for that month. Yeah. I never found out who the chick was. Right hand to God. Right hand to God. Riot Boyer was my roommate. We went to pay the rent. To this day, we don't know who paid the rent. But at that point in time, I was hoeing. Please and... know if you've ever paid Sean Bennett's rent, we would like to speak with you. <laughs> we just uh, call back. We just need a quick through. conversation. Look, look. <laughs> Uh, I, I, shoot, I, I, I remember shorties getting, getting, uh, getting me hotels or whatever, freaking, you know, so I had a quiet place to clear my, clear my mind and whatnot. And also, After they also, blow that back out. Blow that back out. <laughs> okay. And then they would go back home to their spouse or wherever the hell they were fucking going and whatnot. And I had a hotel room for the night. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it is what it is. Like, it's, it's, it was literally a period when you want to know why dudes with nothing can fuck so good? Cause it's, it's all we doing. got. It's all we got. And when you a bum, you ain't got shit else to do. I was, I was, I say I was a bum, but I was technically above some of these cats that he's talking about because I at least had a car and a job. You understand? Mm -hmm. I at least had a car and a job. Imagine how good I'd have been fucking if I didn't have that. Yep. Imagine. Imagine if I was laying dick for rides. Imagine if I had to lay dick for fucking, for meals. Because mm -hmm. I didn't have no, I didn't have a job and I didn't have no money. Like them, when it's all you got, to get what you need, trust me. Trust me. Yeah, you so understand. You understand. If if you if you feel like he doesn't have a future, and he's fucking the shit out you, understand. That's it. That's his high point in life. That's mm -hmm. that's his high point in life. Well, you are absolutely right. His low point. Okay. That's cool. that low point is his high point. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. You know, they 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 say in feminism the future is female for bums. Their future is fucking. You got to make sure you roll with it. If you're in a situation where all you want is penis, you better go find you a bomb. You're going to get what you need. Damn. Uh, we had a listener just say she got good credit. How does one get an application? <laughs> Look, I'm going to hit you up on Facebook after the show, shorty. I got that. <laughs> I, that, that used to be the move. That used to be the move. When people were talking about uh, cuffing season, you know, I was always, I called it tax preparation season. Well, mm -hmm. you find you a couple of girls who you know gonna get some good money back, and you treat them good all winter long, but she'll blow that whole tax check on you. Hope blow that whole tax check on you. Mm -hmm. Now I'm out here owning the fucking government money, bastards. Oh God. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you joining us. This has been a special episode of the Plank. 
We absolutely 100% uh, thank you, The Chiseled Adonis, for coming out. Shout yourself out one more time. Please tell the people where they can follow you, follow you and find you. Well, yeah, you know, this is an awesome experience. I'm happy to be here. But if you are looking to find me, I'm all over social media. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Pornhub, everywhere. At Chiseled Adonis, my content, it's out there. You judge for yourself. For the shorty that asked for his address, you're going to have to DM him. Slide in his DMs. He actually has a series about that called Sliding in Them DMs. It's a hilarious series. Check it out. And then maybe you can use some of the things after you watch that series. You can use some of the things that you've learned to slide in his DMs, and you might just get his address. Um, but I don't think we're about to give that out over 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 the airwaves here. So So this has been the plank. It's risk. Bye, bitches. And the one person doesn't like to call bitch. Bye. I hope you have a great night. It has been a fantastic time. Once again, thank you, Chisel Donnas, for coming out. I am the your host. I am Sean Bennett. I am signing off. Y'all have a good one. We out of here. Peace.